the audience is such a dedicated audience. And it's really different than a jazz audience. You know what I mean? Because I mean, the main, you know, I always say because they're standing up, but it's actually just more than that. You know, they're listening, but they're doing whatever they, you know, they're into it. You know, whether they're dancing or just listening or staring at you, they're into it. And the combination audience is really cool. When I get a jazz audience, they may not know the songs, but they dig the approach. And then the dead audience, they know the songs. <laughs> they know the songs immediately, and it ends up working out great. You know, I mean, a good combination. You know, when I was the combination audience, it was be funny because the other audience would react immediately, like, "Oh, that's Dark Star. I already know that." And then the jazz audience would be going, "Wow, what y'all know that? Oh." You know, like, y'all know that song? Wow, but I like it, you know, because they would like the songs. They would like the arrangement because we would be playing just as hard and playing just as experimental and, you know, just we were going for it the same way, you know. So they, even if they didn't know the song, they would hear a song. If they heard a song, they know, they dig it. But in their mind, sometimes... Maybe they thought I wrote the songs, you know what I mean? Because they didn't know the songs, but I would, I had my arrangements, you know, our arrangements on it that we, we'd be doing and it would, it would work, you know. Dave McMurray got on the radar here at Official Tapes World Headquarters back in 2021. Well, my name is Dave McMurray and I have a new project entitled Grateful Dedication. It's actually my reimaginations of the Grateful Dead uh, catalog, which is quite vast. <laughs> now in the year 2023, Grateful Dedication Volume 2 is out. Hey, I'm Corey. The official tapes, it's a Grateful Dead radio program that airs on about 80 radio stations around the globe, and it highlights and focuses on the official releases from the Grateful Dead's vault. And every so often we do get to catch up with a cool cat such as Dave McMurray. He's going to give us a rundown on why the saxophone works so well with Grateful Dead music. And then, of course, he's going to talk about his project. Well, I think it's a connection because it's the voice part of it. You know, because I, I, when I'm playing, I always feel like I'm singing. You know, like I'm singing the melody. So I listen, you know, when I'm picking the songs, I'm listening to them, not like trying to get an easy melody or anything, but just trying to get a melody that's a strong melody. I, I've always been attracted to strong melodies and their songs have strong melodies. And even if they do some odd chords or even if they do an odd meter or something, it's in relationship to their melody. You know what I mean? It somehow goes with it. You know what I mean? So if you listen to it and you go, why did they put that three, four bar in there? But if you listen to the words, you don't even pay attention that it's a three, four bar. It just goes, it, it just goes by because it's all integrated, you know. That I mean, you know, so I, I love that whole catalog.
I knew I wanted to record it, another one. The label was into it because it had done better than anything else I had done, you know, like the, my previous record. So it was like, yeah, you know, like try it. And so the first one, I took time. I mean, you know, I'd go in and I'd do one song and then think about it and say, okay, I need this song. You know, and I'd go through the catalog and find find one that's going to hit me like that. And then we go in the studio and I'd record that one. And then I, I did that to the whole record. So it was time, you know, it was months, you know, a couple of months in between the time. I didn't go straight. This one, we took three days and we were just blasting it away, you know. <laughs> but what we did is we went to New York to the studio called Clubhouse. It's like upstate New York and Rhinebeck, New York. And the whole band went. And uh, they had, you know, quarters there where we can stay. And we had 24 access to the studio. And then I got Don Was, he came on out. And, you know, to, to hang out for a few days. And then Elliot Shiner, he agreed to come. And uh, so it turned into a whole thing where we were away from home with nothing else to do but make music, you know, which was a great thing, you know. And I wanted to make sure it was live, you know, like totally live. So this time I just took another approach. You know, at once, you know, I came up with arrangements and stuff like that on my own, you know, just ideas, rough ideas. We started rehearsing, fleshing the ideas out and stuff. The first day, we just kind of like, everything you thought about, everything you rehearsed, forget about that. <laughs> you know? I kind of had that idea. It's like, okay, I know we had, we were going to do it like that, but let's just do it like this. Let's come up with this approach. And then we cut, the first song we cut was Bird Song. And it turned out cool. I mean, you know, we talked it out. And Don actually played bass on that. He played bass on To Lay Me Down and Bird Song. We started Bird's song and we, we talked it out, did a little bit, and then said, okay, roll the tape, let's go. And did it, and it came out. You know what I mean? It was like kind of magical. And so after that, we we kind of approached every song like that, you know, and it, it was definitely a, a cool vibe, just being away. You know what I mean? Just being somewhere where it's, it's nothing but music. day we did uh that and we did to lay me down and you know it was the same approach not a lot of takes we did the talked it out got our arrangement and then just started playing and it every time and, you know it just kind of came out in one or two takes and I, and I go let's take this take and then we go to the next song and I say keep that same approach you know minimal and you know the guys might have thought they were going to do some overdubs and, and stuff but in my mind I was thinking yeah we got to keep it kind of Empty, a little more sparser than the last record, not as dense, just a little more natural. And I just kind of approached the whole record like that. To lay me down Once more To lay me down The Debbie Johnson thing was another story, you know, because 
originally it was another song. I was going to do another song. And um, all the way to two days before the session, you know, and when I thought of the song, we were thinking of a vocalist and I, you know, I'm thinking of, I'm throwing all kinds of names out, you know, just like, what about this? I like, you know, of people that I like, you know, and of course, they would go, oh, forget it. No, no way. You know, and, you know, I think of a voice, you know. And then I thought, man, Jamie Johnson, but he's a, I say, well, I like Jamie Johnson. I kind of just threw that name out. Like, With my head. I like Jamie Johnson because I was on tour with him and I watched this guy like every night go out there by himself and completely killed the audience. You know, and I thought that was amazing. I was like, well, that guy's got a great voice. To tell sweet pies one last time and say good night. Like, I don't know if he would do it, you know, or not. I don't really know him. We didn't know. So another month go went by, two, another two or three months went by, and then I thought again, man, that Jamie Johnson might be a, a good idea, you know. It's like, but, we, you know, we didn't really have a way to get in contact with him. And then one night just out of the, you know, I guess the timing was good. Somebody said, oh, well, I, I know him, you know, one of those kind of things. I'll call him, you know, it's like, and they called him. And it was funny because he had just done the Durano Opry. It was literally that night. Kind of just the timing was good. Ask him, it's like, what you do, do is a jazz record. You know, it's like a great, explain it to him. And he's like, what? You know, like, like, what are you calling me for? You know, and then it's like, yeah, I'll do it. It was just like that. It was like, Really? <laughs> so, I mean, it was like, so the next day it was like, he said he'd do it. I was like, what? That's great. Next day, we didn't, we kind of went in the studio cold. You know, we got to New York and we just kind of said, okay, you know, like, we're going to do it. <laughs> now what? How? And, but now actually, because I got to say it, he had it, he, in his mind, he said, I don't know what we're going to do, but I want you to do it like this. You, Take the intro, do this, do it like Pharaoh Sanders, do this. Then we're going to go into the song and then we're going to go to a deep sax solo. And then we're going to have, I mean, he had it. He just said it like not musically, just saying it like this is what we're going to do. The idea. And he says, don't worry about no airplay or anything like that. Just make it like just like the, one of the coolest songs ever. And it's like, that's cool. So we talked about it. Me and the keyboard player, we were working it out. We all worked it out. And then we talked it out, and then we turned the tape on. <laughs> and it was one of them where we did the first take, and it was like, wow, that was, let's do one more. And we did another one. But when we w went into the studio to listen to it, it was like, that's magic. It's like we, you know, it's like it came, it came out just like that. It stopped, everything stopped and started and went through the changes just like that. I mean, we didn't, you know, it just kind of came out and I was like, uh, I don't think we should mess with nothing on there. That was, 
that we got the magic, you know. And then when he heard it, he loved it. <laughs> and he, and you know how you, when a person is into it, you know, they can, they've got inside the lyrics and got, he, Jamie Johnson did that. He was inside of the lyrics. I'm talking about, he had that whole approach that he gave. He, he walked in the studio like that. And it, when he finished, we been down like, whoa, okay. Now, you know, like he, he was different than we expected. You know, he had a very emotional lock into the song, which was very cool, you know. other ones I just I definitely was I had that I didn't know what arrangement I was gonna do of it but I was like no you would do just great on that because it's just and one night I just you know how you just I'm thinking of the song and I'm, I'm laying in the bed and I'm asleep and then I'm going I'm singing the melody that I used on the other ones I mean it's their melody but I kind of twisted around for the for the first part of it I thought of that melody and I was like that's what I'm gonna do you know it's like I just kept it in my mind. And then we went in the studio and I kind of said it. What are we going to do? We're going to do it like this and slow. We're going to, you know, the same kind of idea. You, you talk it out and it kind of happened, <laughs> you know. Till was mentioned to me, but you know he's a he was a busy guy. But we ended up hooking up, and I you know flew down to Florida. I had to I had it in my mind on how we were going to do it, but I didn't know what he was going to do vocally. And so I so I said, "Do you sing that song?" He said, "No, I don't sing Scarlet Vadonia. I sing mostly the ballads." And I said, "Well, I don't. Want, I'm not going to do a ballad. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't want you to sing the ballad. I don't want you to sing what you sing on the necessarily on the gig." <laughs> I want you to, you know, something else. And he did a great job. He ended up doing a, a different take than I thought he would do, you know. So it ended up working out perfect. And we got along great. I mean, you know, it was like a very cool time. He he got to tell me stories that I didn't know. You know, I mean, of course, he would have a lot of them, you know. So it was very cool, you know. As I'm walking around Grosvenor Square not a chill till the winter, but I live to the air. From the other direction, she was calling my eye. Could be an illusion, but I might as well try, might as well try. The whole idea I had to learn, but their music is improvisation. It's a definite song, and it's a song form, and that's Definitely the magic of the music is it's really a song. And that's what I dig into is the fact that I love the Jerry Garcia. I mean, all of their melodies, they always have a way 
a melody that, and I always look for a melody that when I play it, I want you to know what the song is. Even though I'm not singing, I want to act like I'm Jerry Garcia. You know, I mean, I'm I'm feeling his voice in my head. <laughs> I'm feeling, you know, what he what he's singing while I'm playing. You know, and and when people react, I like it. I mean, you know, what I mean, I, I I like that they react to it. I like, you know, and it's it's a testimony to the songwriting that they have, but they improvised, you know, so that was the magic of it because it's a funny thing because when I'm listening to it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was a good solo. You know, I'm listening to it just like jazz, you know. <laughs> so it lends itself to that, you know. <laughs> catalog is so vast i mean i still got songs now that i still would like you know that i still want to record you know because i didn't get to them and i actually had songs that i recorded that didn't make the record this time because i mean that i actually finished all the way and got to the gate i just it was just too music you know too much music the guy you know when i when i was mixing it you know and then it got to the master and it was like uh you know all this music's not getting on the record <laughs> i was like what so you got too much music this is like this you know it's like this won't even make it on a cd this won't even make it on an album you have to have two you know i was like oh i i didn't even think that i was just thinking song wise and what song would go after next you know i had it all in my brain all set so then it, at the end i got to the point of okay i have to eliminate <laughs> you know a few songs so let me just, so i know definitely i'm gonna do another ep just because I want those songs to be heard, you know? <laughs> 